final horn has sounded. And today's game is complete. Give to Yo. Yo drives to the oh, rim. Oh, man alive! Throws it down! Time now for Cougar Post Game Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Here's your host, Jason Shepard. BYU getting defensive in their first conference game. BYU 63, LMU 38. BYU gave up 19 points in the first half and just 19 points in the second half. A fantastic defensive performance and a dominant second half by BYU. As Greg mentioned before he went to break, the Cougars now 1-0 in West Coast Conference play, now 12-4 overall. Welcome in to Cougar Post Game Live. Remember, when the Cougars win, you win with Papa John's Pizza. Use the online promo code BYU50. That's BYU50 at PapaJohns.com on Monday, and you're going to receive 50% off pizza at any Utah location. We have got so many scores to get to. We will start with the first game of the day at the Marriott Center. It was BYU women's basketball. They were 2-1 and one in the WCC, hosting the Portland Pilots this afternoon. Portland coming in, getting a big win over the BYU Cougars. 57-48, BYU falls to Portland. The Cougars now 7-7 seven and seven overall, 2-2 two and two in the WCC. All right, back to the men's game and staying local. The University of Utah taking on number four, Oregon. The Ducks beat the Utes by 5-69-64. Southern Utah getting the win at home over Montana State. 59-53. Weber State not so lucky on the road. They lose at Northern Arizona 72-64. And then a final from Kansas City. UMKC defeating UVU 68-63. One game going on right now featuring a local team, Utah State, hosting number 13, San Diego State. San Diego State with a 34-27 lead over the Aggies. That game is at halftime in Logan. Other top 25 games going on right now. Just under 13 minutes to go in the second half. It is number 25, Arizona, leading their rivals, Arizona State, 49-31. Number one, Gonzaga at the half. All tied up with Pepperdine. A little, little shocking there. 37 apiece at the half. Now, if you'll remember, Gonzaga in their first game, uh, a little back and forth. Uh, ultimately, in the second half, they pulled away. I think everybody would expect that to be the case. Uh, but at least right now, hey, the Waves uh, showing up at the kennel right now. 37-37 at the half in Spokane. Finals from earlier tonight in the top 25. Number two, Duke, defeating Miami, 95-62. It was number three, Kansas, on top of number 16, West Virginia, 6 62-53. Baylor defeating Texas 59-44. 18th ranked Florida State takes down number 7 Louisville 78-65. 8th ranked Auburn defeating Mississippi State 80-68. Georgia upsets number 9 Memphis 65-62. Marquette takes down number 10 Villanova by 11. 71-60 the final score. Number 11 Butler defeating Creighton 71-57. Maryland, 15th ranked in the country, defeats Indiana 75-59. to 17th ranked Kentucky Wildcats, they defeat the Missouri Tigers 71-59. 19th ranked Virginia, defeating Virginia Tech 65-39. Number 21, Penn State, defeats number 23, Iowa 89-86. Texas Tech over Oklahoma State 85-50. And the Shockers of Wichita State defeat Ole Miss 74 
to 54. Other WCC action at the half. St. Mary's with a 36-25 lead on the road at Pacific. Also at the half in Portland, the Pilots leading San Francisco 32-26. to Earlier today, it was Santa Clara winning at home over San Diego 80 80- 263. Coming up on the other side, an update on the Utah Jazz tonight on the road in Orlando, plus wild card weekend. Well, it's been wild so far. One final and one game coming down to the very end. We'll update you on all the NFL action as the playoffs are underway in the National Football League. BYU gets the win 63-38 over LMU. More Cougar Post Game Live next on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Here's Jason Shepard with more Cougar Post Game Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. BYU Victoria is over Loyola Marymount tonight, 63-38, your final from the Marriott Center. We'll get you back over to Greg Rubel and Terry Nashif for the Cougar Locker Room Show coming up in just a second. It's time for our Mountain America three-point recap. For each three-pointer BYU makes, Mountain America will donate $50 to the American Red Cross tonight The BYU Cougars hit eight three-pointers for a total of $400, bringing the donations for the season to $8,200. The Utah Jazz in Orlando tonight, continuing their three-game road trip. This is game two of the three-game road trip. They won two nights ago in Chicago. The Jazz victorious over the Orlando Magic, 109-96. The final score, the Jazz have now won five in a row. Donovan Mitchell once again with 30-plus, 32 points, three rebounds, and six assists. They'll wrap up the road trip Monday in New Orleans against Derek Favors and the New Orleans Pelicans. Wild card weekend in the National Football League in the first game it lived up to the uh, wild card mantra there. The Texans hosting the Bills. The Bills led 16-0. Then you had a 19-0 run by the Texans to take a three-point lead. The Bills would kick a field goal to send it to overtime in OT. The Texans get the game-winning field goal. They win 22-19. to There's your final. Now, depending on what happens in the next game will depend on where these teams go next week in the AFC. That's because the Patriots right now hosting the Tennessee Titans. There is just under three minutes to go in the fourth quarter. The Titans holding on to a one-point lead at 14-13. to Derrick Henry right now with an unbelievable day, 162 yards on the ground for the Titans. And again, they lead by one, and it is third and eight with just under three minutes to go. So if the Titans do not get a first down, they will be punting in all likelihood to New England with Tom Brady a chance to win uh, in uh, with a game-winning drive. We shall see with three minutes to go. All right, that's going to do it for Cougar Post Game Live. After the break, we will get you back over to the Marriott Center for the Cougar Locker Room Show. Your post-game guest is going to be Dalton Nixon. Your final from Provo tonight, BYU gets the win 63-38. to And you heard it all right here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Our exclusive post-game coverage continues with the Cougar Locker Room Show. A strip and the Cougars get it back. Sellius for the dunk! Zach Sellius throws it down! The Cougar Locker Room Show was brought to you by Utah Community Credit Union. Get more house, same payment at UCCU. It's what we do. Now let's head back to the Mo Betta's courtside seats and join the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. 
Time now for our Sport Court Courtside interview with Dalton Nixon. Dalton, part of a 63-38 BYU home win over LMU tonight. Cougars open conference play the right way with a win for a fourth straight year. BYU 1-0 in the WCC and now 12-4 on the year and six straight wins. Dalton, congratulations to you and the guys. Thank you. All right, uh, objectives against LMU. They play an interesting kind of game, and uh, it can sometimes look a little mucky out there, and uh, it's sometimes a bit of a grind to get through, but you guys did and, and kind of pulled away. How did you guys see it in terms of objectives and then – how you executed it yeah we knew going into this game uh, especially on the offensive end they're going to throw a lot of different defenses at us two three uh, man switch you know we're going to get a, a lot of different looks and early on it you know it was tough to get into our rhythm but um, we we finally just you know trust each other and down the stretch made big plays and then uh, defensively huge effort for the whole team tonight um, you know to hold them under 40 points is is really big for us and you know they have a great a great player playmaker in Eli Scott and some other uh, good players around him and so we're really proud of the way that we defended tonight Eli Scott and we'll talk a bit about how you had to deal with him but he averages five assists a game did not have a single assist tonight so he does more than just score the ball and he wasn't able to be the kind of facilitator he was he's used to yeah he's one of the top um, you know assist guys in our conference especially for a big man right averaged over five assists or whatever and uh, you know I just thought you know Zach Yo, all of our bigs just we we made it frustrating for him tonight, and we tried to limit his catches, limit where he got the ball, and uh, we did a great team effort being able to contain him. How frustrated were you in picking up fouls guarding him? <laughs> yeah, you know, <laughs> coach acknowledged that Zach and I used you know all eight of our fouls tonight. We both have four fouls, but uh, you know it, it comes with it. You know, per, you know personally, I'm trying to get in position to take charges, and you know had one I was in the restricted area, but uh, you know. I, I just love the way that we have found this identity on the defensive end to be able to, you know, guard. And when times get tough on the offensive end, it doesn't matter because, you know, we can we can now, we can guard, we can grind it out. And, you know, at times it's not always going to be pretty, but we get the job done. I want to talk about that charge. We can all see it unfolding. Bell is just barreling down. He ends up taking the brunt of it. But your mindset to just say, hey, I'm going to step in there and just your heel on the restricted area, otherwise it's a charge. What, what, what were you thinking when you saw him flying down the lane? Yeah, we know we knew going into this game that um, Bell, he gets a lot of catches on the perimeter, and he's a really good downhill driver. And so I was on the weak side trying to get in front of Eli Scott, and then I saw it swing to him, and I saw he had a he had a edge on his first move. And so I tried to get over there, tried to take the charge. I eventually I eventually got a charge on him a little bit later. But, uh, but yeah, he's a good player, and, you know, I threw my body there, and uh, it did look like he, he got hmm. the, the worst of it. Chatting with Dalton Nixon in our sport court courtside interview. Our conversation continues right after this short break. BYU wins it 63-38 over LMU. Dalton on the night, five points, three rebounds, a couple of assists, and, uh, yeah, charges drawn are part of his game too, and he saw that again here tonight. We'll take a break. More with Dalton next here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is the Cougar Locker Room Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now back to the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Visiting with Dalton Nixon, BYU 63, LMU 38 tonight's final score. Dalton was a plus 20 on the night, and plus 20 is what BYU was after halftime. They outscored the Lions 39-19 after halftime. Dalton, BYU scored just 24 in the first half. The 19 points allowed is great news. The 24 points, not so good. What did you guys change up at halftime that got you a little closer to where you want to be? Well, early on in the game, we we missed a lot of shots, a lot of good open looks. 
And so coming in, um, out of half, we really just wanted to, to trust each other and to make plays for each other, and that's what we did down the stretch. You know, we, we all trust each other. We're all great shooters, and so, you know, we all want to just continue to get those open looks and just knock them down. Talk about how you can stay together as a team, what you talked about, and be excited and be happy in such an ugly game when not very many p- players played well, but just, again, happy to get the win. Talk about that as a team. Yeah, you know, it's there's so many times where it's frustrating. Personally, I was frustrated tonight, you know, being in foul trouble in the second half. And all of our guys experienced this frustration down the stretch. But I think in times like these, we, we're really trying to learn and, and try and build on these times because we know, you know, there's going to be times on the road when we're not shooting the ball well and it's going to be frustrating. And, you know, refs might not be calling the fouls that we're hoping that they'll call. But being able to overlook that frustration and fight through it as a team together is really what brings us together and that's that's what we've experienced so far we've we've been through ups and downs and so for us to to just be steady and to work as hard as we can every night and come and play as hard as we can is what what gets the job done Dalt, you guys have been playing kind of this one game a week thing for a few weeks. Well, now the pace picks up, and now you know it's going to be Thursday, Saturday, Thursday, Saturday for the next couple months, and you're in the league grind. How good is it to finally be in it and know it's arrived? It feels great. You know, it's crazy that we're already starting conference. You know, it's been a, it's been a good break from, from school and being able to enjoy the holidays, but, man, we are so excited for what's, what's to come. And so, you know, we're really just try, trying to stay focused and, you know, bring it every single night and i think good things are going to happen for us okay a thought or two on uh, what's next which is moraga on thursday yeah you know it's it's really tough to play there i don't think i've i don't think i've won in moraga since i've been at byu and so it's going to be a it's going to be a big challenge for us Um, we know them really well they know us really well and so it's going to be a good fight but you know we hope that we can get the job done well great way to get things going tonight look forward to the week ahead again congrats to you and the boys and we'll see you next week thank you thank you dalton that is dalton nixon and tonight's sport court courtside interview brought to you by sport court champions start here learn how to design yours at sportcourt.com the coaches comments are next on the new skin byu sports network It's time to get the final word on today's game with head coach Mark Pope. It's the BYU Dining Cougar Postgame Coaches Show. BYU Dining, the classic BYU tradition. Have a scoop today. The Cougar Postgame Coaches Show is also brought to you by Mountain America Credit Union. Mountain America Visa credit cards featuring triple rewards. Now let's rejoin the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Final score here tonight at the Marriott Center, BYU 63 and Loyola Marymount 38. Greg Grubel, Terry Nashif, courtside. Coach Mark Pope uh, soon to join us. Terry, we're going to get some lightning round reactions from you on other scores around the league today. Uh, this afternoon, Santa Clara defeating San Diego by a score of 80-63. to The Broncos now 14-0. At, yes, they played 14 home games and won them all. They've played two games away from home, lost those games by an average of 25 apiece. Nevertheless, 14-2 for SCU. It's a heck of a schedule. And uh, one thing about that, though, is they're used to playing at home, and they'll surprise some teams at home. And uh, it's, a, it's, it's a way for you to get into your league with everybody having some confidence. They feel like they can win games, and that's just one approach to scheduling. All right, so we have the BYU final, the Santa Clara final. Uh, this one, the next three games are all roughly halfway through half number two. Uh, Portland at the trial center leading USF right now, 48-42. Surprising there, Terry Porter. Um, 
surprises me that they're leading at that juncture of the game. But they played Gonzaga tough. You think, oh, it's just a fluke uh, after Christmas, Gonzaga playing, and it uh, doesn't look that that's the case. Okay, uh, this is in Stockton, St. Mary's 48, Pacific 44. You think that one's going to be close. Obviously, uh, Pacific has a great team and St. Mary's is in those games. And what they've done over the course of the West Coast Conference when they've been in there with us is they find a way to win these games almost every time. We'll see if that's the case tonight. Again, do you want them coming in off of a win? Do you want them coming in off of a loss? doesn't really matter, it seems, with St. Mary's, the way that Coach Bennett coaches his guys. A win or a loss, he's, uh, he's practicing them hard the next day or even that night. And at the kettle tonight, Gonzaga, the number one team in the country, hosting Pepperdine. And the Waves, who lost at home to Pacific on Thursday, lead Gonzaga on the road on Saturday, 53-51, 11.40 to go. Obviously surprises everyone. Uh, Gonzaga at home and Pepperdine being able to play on the road. Lorenzo is a great coach. He's played a lot of games in the kennel um, with that when they would play, I believe, every other year in the kennel when he was at Washington. Um, but surprises me. Again, league is so different. The game plans, the approaches, uh, the staffs in this league are so good. We saw that tonight with LMU. They had a plan for BYU. The plan was not to let Yoli or Jake hurt him in the post. The plan was to make them shoot one-legged or, or mid-range jumpers, not come up when TJ drives to allow the dump-offs and the kickouts. And uh, It didn't work because they didn't score and uh, worked in the first half a little bit, changing up defenses. Okay, switching sports, uh, your Seahawks idle till tomorrow. NFL today, Bills fall to the Texans in Houston, 22-19 in overtime. We were trying to trying to track that game as our game got underway here tonight. And then the uh, Titans have just beaten the Patriots 20-13 to in New England. Interesting games. Obviously, the Texans came back in that game and uh, turned crazy at the end. Uh, you and I talked about it. Fourth and one, I go for it 100% of the time. Um I want like 98%. I think it's 100. Okay. But I, I'm, I'm, at like, I'm at like 98. So uh, those are the two NFL games today. And then our game, uh, before Coach Pope joins us, uh, your thoughts on what Dalton had to say about what got done here tonight? Um, first of all, BYU-Boise State, we go for it on fourth down, wins the game for us in football. I think it's can – I, can I get 98-5, 99? I mean, it's – Yeah, it's, it's, it's really high. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. One thing about Dalton, great player, tough as nails. I tried to talk to him about it. I mean, Bell's coming down the lane. He saw it early, and it's just a, it's a bulldozer coming at him, and he's just over there and just takes it right in the chin. And he's just such a tough kid. He's a team guy, and you can argue one of the best things he did was make that corner three-point shot. It was a huge play with uh, Jake throwing it to him. Dalton's a great guy. I love what he talks about with where the team's at, how they focus on just winning, and uh, it's great to hear him. All right, it is time now for our interview with Coach Mark Pope. In our BYU Dining, BYU Creamery, Cougar postgame coaches show. Final score tonight, 63-38, BYU over LMU. And the Cougs have for a fourth straight year won their league opener. And the Cougars do it the right way by winning a sixth game in a row overall to get 12-4. and four. Coach Pope, congrats. Thank you, my friends. So happy. Uh, really proud of our guys. Like, so extraordinarily proud of our guys in terms of their ability to kind of be a little bit... Um, not as fluid as we like to be on offense and yet still stay 100% committed to the defensive end of the ball every possession. Uh, midway through our first third of the season, that was actually something that we had diagnosed as a real problem. When things weren't flowing offensively, we started to, be, to carry that frustration over to the defensive end. And it's, it's an issue for every team, right? 
and it certainly was an issue for us early. And the fact that these guys managed to be committed on the defensive end of the ball in spite of all the frustration we felt, I'm telling you, that is, a, that is such a huge deal, man. It gives us a chance to win and win a little bit, you know, for us to win consistently maybe and win, win on the road and win in tough venues. And um, we, we got to keep growing, but it sure was a positive sign. It sure, you know, I'm going to sleep a little bit better tonight feeling like, hey, you know what, we, we're, we're at least trending in the right direction. We at least know what it feels like to kind of have some frustration on one end of the, on the floor and, and still guard on the other. How did a five-point game at the half turn into a 25-point win? Well, it was – First of all, it was, it was extraordinary coaching. I mean, just extraordinary. Taylor, there were a couple of times on the office, and I'm like, all right, here's what I'm going to do. I'm, I, I seriously was like, I'm going to actually sit down with Terry. Just let him play these couple possessions. Be like, T, give me some looks, man. Tell me what, tell me what we can do right here. Uh, no, you know what it is? I, I believe this. Like, it was. It is a commitment to the – it is our guys embracing for themselves uh, a belief that, like, the defensive end of the floor is really important. I mean, we only scored 63 points. So it wasn't anything offensively that we did that was stellar. It was, it was just these guys being committed. And, you know, LMU helps you a little bit because they don't have a ton of motion, although the motion they have is really effective. We were really, really successful about never letting them get going from the three-point three line. 35 and 20 never got it going. And those guys are dangerous. They're going to beat some teams from the three-point line. Um, and I thought our guys bat on the glass. We had a little, little lull there, like the first ten minutes, the second half. But we we figured it out on the glass. And uh, overall, I mean, that's that's what they did. What they did is they kept guarding the whole second half. Let's talk about Jake Toulson, man. He's on the wing. He had he doesn't force shots at all this year, but he can feel it, and he just buries that shot. And then you throw it to him in the post. Two straight possessions. One, he just slings it to the corner adult. Then he brings the defense, waits for the defender to come, and then slings it to the corner. I mean, just talk about Jake in that moment. I feel like it changed the game. Yeah, it, it really did. Uh, first of all, Jake's got so much poise. Uh, he's, he's so versatile, right? And, yeah, I mean, you know, what I would talk about Jake right now is the fact that he had five steals tonight. I mean, you think about that. But Jake Toulson, it doesn't matter what statistical category is. If it's important, he can blow it up. And he's shown that all year long, right? He, 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 can, he can go to any statistical category and be great. But you're right, T. I mean, he's, uh, you know, he's, been, he's been really good off the bounce creating for us. Uh, he has been in, in my whole tenure coaching him. He's been really, really effective in the post. Uh, and then tonight it was just in that little stretch it was so settling uh, for him to just kind of get it, invite the double, make the right pass. Kobe Lee did an unbelievable job attracting another body under the rim. It was really important for both those plays. And then most importantly, in a game where we're not really in a rhythm and shooting it great, Dalton Nixon is just like, I'm going to own this shot. And he owned it. And then Connor, Connor Harding's like, I'm going to own this shot. And, and uh, you know, I was, I was proud of these guys for that too. We shoot three for 14 from the three-point line in the first half and then come out in the second half and actually make shots. And it's because these guys are like they're they're – toying with the idea of like maybe we're really 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 gonna believe in in this that we own shots and and so the whole deal but having jake toolson is a is you well know terry it's a unbelievable unbelievable uh it, it makes me sleep way better at night too just having him on the floor and knowing all the things he could do ab is going to have better nights but when it was time to close this thing out tonight made a couple of big plays and his effort level just doesn't seem to wane yeah right? he, he was actually great defensively yeah. all night long he was great defensively and 
you know, A.B., uh, you know, I, I, I haven't done a great job. You know, when he has offensive nights, it's because he's kind of he's going to create. I, I don't I haven't done a great job figuring out exactly how I want to insert him into a more aggressive component of the actions we're running. And he's he's trying to be really patient with me, but he gets mad at me sometimes. Uh, but he was spectacular defensively and. He, you know, he, he sat for a little bit longer than normal in the second half, and still came out, and still was great in the in the, down the stretch. And you know, it's a it's a gift for a coach when you have guys that that um, you can, you know, maybe they feel like they're not getting everything that they should be getting or that they can do, but they'll still come out and perform at the highest level they can. That's what makes a special team, and it, it's what makes a great locker room. And and we have that cooking right now. Hopefully we can hold on to it and keep growing it. All right, chatting with Mark Pope. We'll take a break. More from the coach coming up next. It is the BYU Dining, BYU Creamery, Cougar Post Game Coaches Show, brought to you by the BYU Creamery, the classic BYU tradition. Have a scoop today. More with the coach next here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to the Cougar Postgame Coaches Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now, back to the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Welcome back courtside here to the Marriott Center in Provo, Utah. We're in front of 12,422. And by the way, that attendance number will uh, boost up BYU's average, which coming into today is 26th nationally. There are 353 teams in college basketball, and BYU sitting as basically a top 25 team in attendance and second to only Arizona in the West. And so uh, big numbers for the Cougs to watch their guys open 1-0 in league play. Coach Mark Pope joining us. Greg Grubel, Terry Nashif with you here courtside and so uh 38 points allowed uh fewest points allowed by a BYU team coach in uh, almost four years when you were not here BYU beat San Diego 91 to 33 one day Ooh, boy and that's the lowest number since I would take that I'll take a 91 33 that's that's and that was that was T that was Terry and Coach Rose so that's a, we, we, hopefully we can take a page out of that book and tonight 63 was enough to win by 25 yeah yep, that's right and um it is. It's just. It's important. It's. It's how. It's how we need to keep growing. I mean, we. We. St- we still have so much more growth to do. Uh, our ceiling is so much higher than where we are. Um, and you know, tonight we saw. We actually saw a, a team that was a little bit different than what we've seen in terms of the way they approach the game defensively. Um, and actually, more than my team needs to grow, I probably need to grow as a coach against a team that junks it up as much as they did. They actually didn't junk it up as not much tonight or against San Diego as they had the whole non-conference. But um, it just kind of can get you on your heels sometimes. And uh, but, but that's what we're doing. We're trying to get better. Players trying to get better. Staff trying to get better. Everybody trying to get better every day. And if we can do that, then we're going to have a successful season. Broadcasters trying to get better. Amen, man. We are, man. I, although I don't know it. Now, Terry can get better just because he's young in the game. But <laughs> the great Greg Rubel, I think you might have just no. – like, for example, how did the Zags get better? They're the best team in the country. They're the best. So how do you get better than number one? That's like Greg Rubel. It's it's true. It's, it's true. true on that. But I do need to get rid of one thing. You've talked about your sleep tonight multiple times. Yeah. And let's just make sure everyone knows you don't sleep. <laughs> now, the second thing is I, I want to talk about St. Mary's. Yes. Um, going on to St. Mary's, one thing. Talk to a little bit about it. You said you're a ball screen coach. Uh, they're a ball screen team. Talk a little bit about you guys running ball screens every day in practice and those things. Yeah, so uh, this, well, I mean, listen, it's it's really not true. It's it, it's kind of eye candy, but this Jordan Ford is a freak. 
Like he is a freak. He's he's like a he's like he he, he covers ground in spurts and starts and stops so quickly. And when, literally when he's going, when he's got it going, it feels like a video game. I mean, it's just, he's just amazing. Now, he's a huge part of the why they win, but, like, the, his backcourt mate, uh, this walk-on, is, is, might be the toughest kid in the league. And he just is a bulldog. You know, he started at St. Mary's as a walk-on. I don't know if he's still a walk-on. He might be. I hope he You're is. Talk about Tommy Cousy? Yeah, Cousy. Is he was a walk-on. He's on scholarship he, now, He's yeah. just he, – he's so physically tough. You can't take his ball. Uh, he's going to get to the rim. Um, you know, he makes big shots in important moments. Um, and, and that's just their backcourt. I mean, uh, Malik Fitz is, is probably their best player right now, and I don't know how to guard him. You know, he had 17 in the first half in San Francisco, and, you know, he's he, he could have one half where he's six for six from the three-point line and another half where he gets to the foul line, you know, 11 times because he's going to the rim so hard. So, uh, and, 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 of course, as always, they got St. Mary's bigs that are really talented. So it's a great team. Uh, you know, I, I – uh, you know, this Randy Bennett drives me crazy, genuinely drives me crazy because he's so good, and it just makes me angry. Like, ah, he just, he's so good. He's an unbelievable coach, and what he's accomplished there is, is truly extraordinary, what he's done at St. Mary's for the last, I don't know how long he's been there, 10 years, 12 years, something. Um, so we got our work cut out for us. They're a great team, but, but, but I like this team, and, and I think I like our fight, and I like the fact that we're focused on growing every single day and that we're finding different ways to approach this game and win, and we're certainly going to have to do that in Moraga on Thursday. Jordan Ford, by the way, is 21 of his team's 57, and they're late in Stockton right now, 57-51. The Gales getting the games from the Tigers, uh, six-point lead and uh, five and change to go. But as we were looking at scores during the break, uh, almost nothing I guess should surprise. Even though we're early, you know, maybe nothing yeah. does surprise you about when you get into the league, no matter what your league. Yeah, you know, I mean, you look at the score in 63-38, we beat LMU. And and you might be like, oh, ho-hum, that's just what's supposed to happen. That is not our league, man. It's just not. I mean, Portland is, is beating San Francisco right now. San Francisco is a top 80 team right now, right, with unbelievable size and incredibly athletic guards, right? I don't know if the score will hold. It looks like it's a one-point game right now, but – but, uh, you know, we talked about it before the thing. You sent, uh, Gonzaga's down seven at halftime to Portland, and Pacific goes in and beats Pepperdine. And, like, every league game is such a battle. And, it, and, and for, for, for people that don't understand that, those are the people that are going to actually take an L, right? Mm-hmm. For the best thing, we've talked about this a lot, the best thing about, uh, about veteran guys, about guys that have been through it, is not that they make every shot or they never turn the ball over. They always make the right decision or always get the right rebound. It's that they understand how hard it is to win and um, our guys did a great job remembering how hard it is to win tonight and they showed that commitment on the defensive end okay haven't left the state since maui right so we're back on the road a real road trip this week yep it's time it's time Uh, i'm I'm excited to get back to the guys are excited to get back to two games a week they're so tired of me in practice (laughs) like i swear i thought they're gonna have a walkout like they were just like (laughs) we've had it man no more of these winter break practices but we made it so it's uh, we're excited to get going here all right thursday saturday for the next couple months and here we go starting thursday in moraga coach thanks we'll see you next week appreciate you guys all right that is coach Mark Pope will hear from Coach Mike Dunlap next here on the New Skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to the Cougar Postgame Coaches Show on the New Skin, BYU Sports Network. 
Now, back to the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. BYU 63 and uh, LMU 38 is our final score tonight. We had a broadcast assistant, Nate Slacks, uh, serving, as, serving as statistician tonight. And he was also a postgame reporter in getting comments from LMU head coach Mike Dunlap. Got those a short time ago. And here's Coach Dunlap on what went down tonight between BYU and LMU. Well, for us, too many turnovers. We had 10 in the first half of 21. We took not shooting a high percentage. Now you're taking even the opportunity to shoot at the rim away. So that's number one. Number two is I thought Childs got some key rebounds. When we had good stops. We go in, minus five. At the 16-minute mark, it's a four-point difference. You know, the tempo was what we wanted, kept the crowd out of it. And the Childs made what I call killer plays. For how, me. how did you feel about your the team's defense against Yoli? Like, especially in the first half, you really a lot of double Thirty-two percent, right? Yeah, no complaints. Uh, going in, they had a chance to adjust at halftime. Sixteen-minute mark, we're you know minus four. You know, no, I, I like that. But we had a lot of missed layups at the rack, and then missed free throws. We were four for thirteen, and some of those were on the front end of one and ones. And so those are deflating to a young team. A lot of times we have three freshmen on the floor. And so given all of those things, there's plenty to take back and say this was good and build off of it. Right. What do you tell a team like that when they can be feeling down after a timeout when there's a big run by BYU or something like that? How, how do you get them out of that hole? How do you get them? Well, you try and get them a score. So, uh, like, for example, we ran a little lob play after a timeout. It was there, and we threw it right into the guy's hands. But we had a backside lob. So, you know, most coaches try to do that. It's just get, maybe get an easy basket and then set your defense. But we weren't going to change a lot defensively. When BYU got up by 10-12, it's a lot easier to make those threes. But when it was close, they were struggling from the three. And then they got loose on us with some skip passes from the backside and made some nice threes. What do you uh, what do you hope to build upon? You've got two games now in conference play, winning a loss. What are you, what are you looking to build upon as you continue in? Well, number one is that one game we have six turnovers, and then we have twenty one. So we'll yes, build on decision making because some of that was we were starting to run, and we made some poor decisions in transition. And then second is we tried to drive through the elbows into crowds, and you know instead of swinging the ball on. Yeah. All right, there it is, uh, Mike Dunlap. Coach of LMU, our appreciation to Nate Slack for grabbing those uh, remarks a short time ago. All right, let's close it out. Uh, Terry and Greg here courtside, 63-38. And, Terry, we are back together in Moraga on Thursday night. Yeah, should be a great game. I'm really looking forward to it. Two tough teams, well coached, and uh, I hope it's a a little bit uh, more exciting than tonight as far as the flow of the game. But I think it will be, and it's going to be competitive and really looking forward to it. Okay, we will have Terry back with us on the road on Thursday. So until then, we're going to say goodbye for tonight. Our thanks to our crew back at BYU Radio, engineer Barry Squires, control board operator Cole Wissinger, coordinating producer Terry South, studio host Jason Shepard, here courtside our statistician, and uh, broadcast interns Nate Slack, my broadcast partner Terry Nashif. Our thanks to... BYU Basketball Media Relations Director Kyle Chilton as well, and we appreciate uh, Dalton Nixon and Coach Mark Pope joining us courtside as well after the game. That'll do it. BYU 63 and LMU 38 tonight's final score in front of 12,422 at the Marriott Center. BYU now to 12-4 and on the year, 1-0 in league, and now on a six-game win streak for the first time in more than two years. That is going to do it. In the meantime and in between time, I am Greg Rubel saying this is BYU Basketball on the new skin. 
BYU Sports Network. Good night and so long from Provo. You've been listening to live coverage of BYU basketball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. BYU basketball is brought to you by Deseret First Credit Union. You know why? We show how. Les Olson, your technology partner. Smith's Food and Drug. Smith's now has grocery pickup and online delivery to save you time. Also sponsored by State Farm. Talk to an agent today at 1-800-STATE-FARM. BYU Basketball is a production of BYU Athletics in association with BYU Broadcasting. Special thanks to BYU President Kevin Worthen, Vice President Matt Richardson, Athletic Director Tom Holmo, and General Manager of Corporate Sponsorships Casey Stoffer. BYU Basketball is an exclusive presentation of the new skin, BYU Sports Network.